Hello, you're listening to the Cassandra Mack Podcast, where we maximize success and de-stress from the mess through a biblical lens. Make sure to stay until the end. I have a special prayer that I'm going to pray just for you. When you have a moment, stop by the website, CassandraMacMinistries.com. There you'll find some really cool books, inspirational mugs, hoodies, and t-shirts, all designed to inspire you to live your blessed life. Thank you to those of you who faithfully sow and generously give to Cassandra Mac Ministries. We could not do what we do without your financial offering and donations. We thank God for you. And my prayer for you is that God bless you immensely for your faithful giving. Shout out to those of you who are listening from all around the USA, those of you who are listening abroad in Canada, London, UK, Ireland, Germany, Australia, Finland, those of you listening in Namibia, Nigeria, wherever you are listening from, let us know so we know how you're connected to Cassandra Mac Ministries. If this is your birthday month, if you are an April baby, happy birthday to you. Celebrate, enjoy your birthday month. Today's episode of the Cassandra Mack podcast is being sponsored by Claro Consulting Company. They can be found at claroconsultingcompany.com. That's C-L-A-R-O consultingcompany.com. So they are a boutique agency, a woman-owned business that provides responsive, clean, and modern SEO websites that look good on all devices and that are optimized to rank higher in search engines so that your potential clients can easily find you. And we know that when you have a business book, ministry product, you want as many people who are searching for what you have to offer to find you and find out about the awesome things you're doing. So they'll help you with that. They also uh, help with brand ID and logos, making your company stand out from the crowd uh, with storylines, helping you choose the right colors, logo, tagline, brand names. They've got you covered when it comes to cultivating your brand awareness ID. They also help to make websites ADA compliant. They did this with my strategies for empoweredliving.com website. So these are some of the services that Claro Consulting Company has to offer. Again, you can check them out at claroconsultingcompany.com. That's C-L-A-R-O consultingcompany.com. Thank you, Claro Consulting Company for sponsoring today's episode of the Cassandra Mack podcast. On today's episode, we're talking about one power skill to disarm condescending people. One personality type that can get under your skin, anybody's skin like no other, is that person who is condescending, who walks around like they are better than everybody else and they want to let you know it any and every chance they get. So it's important to have a skill so that they don't frustrate you to the point where you are being equally as condescending, you're going tit for tat, or you are uh, losing control and yelling and screaming because they've just worked your nerves to the point where you were like, I'm sick and tired of your your, uh, better than thou attitude. So before we get into the tactic, a couple of points that I wanna highlight to get you in the mindset so that you're able to skillfully uh, apply 
the tactic that I'm going to share with you in a moment. So number one, realize that nobody is better than you. Nobody is better than you. This is an important mindset to have because when you realize that nobody's better than you, we all breathe the same air. We all bleed red blood. We all have a heart that beats. Nobody is better than you. And when you are of the mindset that somebody with more money, more uh, social status, more education, somebody who looks a particular way is better than you, then you already are starting off on the wrong foot from a place of lack of confidence and self-doubt. And so it is going to be easier for a condescending person to come at you with their condescending ways and to affect you negatively because you are not strong in who you are. And so you got to know who you are. And one of the things that we stress here at Cassandra Mac Ministries is the believer knowing who they are in God. I actually have a book entitled Speaking Life Into Your I Am. And that is a book of Bible-based affirmations that takes Bible scriptures straight from the word of God that speak to who we are in God. Scriptures like I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I am the head and not the tail. So when you know who you are in God and you are living from that place, then no condescending person can come to you and make you believe that you are not enough. So that's the first mindset. Know that nobody's better than you. And you start knowing that by knowing who you are in God. And so the scriptures are replete with scriptures that tell us who we are in God. So start in the Bible. And in addition to the Bible, you can pick up my book, Speaking Life Into Your I Am, available at Amazon.com, Barnes and Nobles, and uh, Walmart, I believe. Two, never feel ashamed of where you are in life. And so condescending people can smell shame like a you know like a like a dog can smell fear and when you are walking around with a sense of shame like you don't belong a sense of shame like uh you know you you just don't have what it takes to do the things that God has called you to do and you allow people to make you feel ashamed of your position in life ashamed that maybe you had some struggles in the past, then it is going to be easy for a condescending person to make you believe that they have power over you. So don't uh, feel ashamed. And especially if you're a believer, right? You are a new creation in Christ. And it's important to really embrace that. And sometimes it means taking off the man, the old man every day. It's not a one and done thing. Every day when you have those thoughts that who you are is not enough, you got to take off that old man and put on the new man, put on the new creature you are in Christ Jesus. So don't feel ashamed because if you're walking around with a sense of shame, right? It is going to make it easier for a condescending person. It's like they smell blood, they smell weakness, and they're out for blood. Three, let no one make you feel like you are less of a person. So this means that you really have to get it in your head that you are responsible for your own thoughts, your own emotions, your own choices, and your own actions. No one can make you feel anything. And I know that this is easier said than done. 
And this is why the Bible constantly tells us things like be transformed by the renewing of our mind. The Bible tells us that. And so the way that we change our life from the inside out is we got to change our mind. We got to change the way we think. We have to cast down imaginations, thoughts that are contrary to who God is and who we are in God. And so you have to know that you're responsible for your thoughts. So somebody can come around and they can say something like, you are so stupid. You are so this, you are so that, but it is your choice to say in your mind, I reject the notion that I am stupid. I do not receive that. My Bible tells me that God has given me a sound mind, that God hasn't given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And so if I have a sound mind, then it's impossible for me to be stupid because my mind is sound. It's reasonable. I have a mind that can think logically, strategically, creatively, resourcefully, uh, decisively. That's the type of mind that I have. And I'm created in the image and likeness of God. And so if I'm created in the image and likeness of God, then no part of me is stupid. So you got to know who you are because when people try to come at you to try to make you uh, believe that who you are is not enough, you have to be able to encourage yourself, build yourself up. And this is a conversation you're having in your own mind. It's your inner narrative, your self-talk. So let no one make you feel less of a person and know that you're responsible for your thoughts and your emotions. A person can try to trigger you. A person can try to make you believe that you are less than. A person can try to instill self-doubt. But once we become adults, I'm not talking about children now, I want to be very clear. Once we become adults, we are responsible. And so know that you are responsible. Don't let anybody make you believe that you are anything other than what that Bible says about you. And then lastly, know that when you're dealing with condescending people, you know, when people are extremely arrogant, that is oftentimes stemming from self-doubt and insecurity. And one of the ways that they get high, so to speak, is they get off on putting other people down because it makes them feel taller when they can make other people feel smaller. Because the bottom and top line is when you truly feel good about who you are, when you truly believe that you are who God says you are, then you seek to be the light. You seek to reflect the love and light of God. And you don't want to put people down because you feeling so good. You want to spread that joy. You feeling so good. You want to spread that peace. You want to encourage other people. And so that really shows you where they're coming from. I don't care how much money a person has. I don't care how physically attractive they may look on the outside while being ugly on the inside. I don't care how much status, what school they went to. People can have insecurities that they try to camouflage through status, through money and other things. Because when you truly feel good about yourself, you are not invested in putting other people down, right? So keep that in mind that the reason they're going so hard to make you feel insecure is because that's how they feel about themselves on the inside. So with that being said, I want to uh, give you the tactic and I'm going to give you a scripture. So Proverbs 29, 11, Proverbs chapter 29, verse 11 says, a fool always loses his temper, but a wise man holds it back. So this is a situation when you're dealing with someone who says condescending things to you, where you don't want to be a fool that loses your temper. You want to be a wise individual that knows how to practice self-restraint self-control and impulse control. So the natural impulse, the natural tendency may be to really go off to let it rip, right? And uh, when we are in a space like that, it's letting us know that we're behaving foolishly because a fool always loses his temper, but a wise individual holds it back and you don't want to act like a fool. Not only that, a condescending person wants to trigger you. They want you to lose your temper because now they know that they have power over your emotions. 
good. I got them. I got them. See, I got them all riled up. They know that they disturbed your peace. They stole your joy. They're affecting you emotionally and mentally. And so you want to uh, make sure that you are not engaging uh, in, a, in, in foolish behavior where you lose your temper. And the way to do that is through the three, uh, the three to four mindsets that I just shared with you that are important to develop by knowing who you are in God. And when you were really rooted in this mindset of knowing who you are in God, people really cannot run up in your life and easily make you believe that you were lower than a dirty sock with a hole in it, that you were lower than a roach. They can't make you believe that because you're already certified and solidified in who you are in God. And so here is a very powerful tactic that you can use with someone who's always coming at you with a condescending uh, uh, comment. And the tactic is the tactic of questioning their reasoning, the tactic of questioning the person's reasoning for the comment. So this is an advanced life skill. And this is a skill that I actually teach in my coaching sessions and in my workshops. And I'm going to give you a little tidbit. I'm not going to go into detail. I'm just going to give you a little tidbit here. But the way the tactic works is without getting defensive. So you got to keep calm and carry on. Without getting defensive, without getting explosive, you are simply going to ask the individual the reasoning for their comment. And so it would sound like this. They said something condescending to you that implies or insinuates that you are stupid. You would calmly say, because you know who you are, you know you're not stupid. And so even before using this tactic, pause for five seconds, count in your mind, five, four, three, two, one. And while you're counting in your mind, repeat in your mind who you are in God. So by doing that, you are actually changing your inner narrative where you are focused on who you are in God rather than who the condescending person is trying to trigger you to believe that you are. And so take that five seconds and reaffirm who you are in your mind reaffirm who you are through the scriptures, right? And then this is going to allow you that pause that is necessary to be able to steward your emotions. Think about what you want to say so that you are not defensive or explosive, but you are totally in control of the dynamic. Remember, they're trying to control you by way of being condescending. You're going to control the whole dynamic by way of being calm and non-explosive. And so what you are going to do is you are going to repeat what they just said to you. You're going to repeat the condescending statement, and then you're going to ask them to clarify their reasoning for making that comment. So it would sound like this. When you say X, Y, Z, and you're going to state whatever the condescending comment is that they just stated. I am unclear as to your reasoning for that comment. Can you clarify that for me? Just as calmly as I said it, no attitude, no anything. Now, understand that a condescending person is trying to get under your skin oftentimes, right? Sometimes a person is condescending and they're not really self-aware that they're being condescending because no one has ever called them out on the behavior and people allow them to get away with it. So they're not even... Uh, uh, aware that they're being condescending. This is how they communicate overall. So when, when you question a person's reasoning, it is forcing accountability, right? 
Now, again, you can't make anyone be accountable, but what you can do is force the comment above board so that they cannot fly under the radar. And you just did that by repeating the comment verbatim without having an attitude, without being nasty. You brought it above board. Like if you think you trying to say something to me that's going to get under my skin, I'm bringing it above board. So it is not under my skin. I am bringing it above board. So again, when you say X, Y, Z, John, when you say X, Y, Z, Jane, when you say X, Y, Z, and then you're going to repeat verbatim what they just said to you. I am not clear as to your reasoning for making a comment like that in this setting. You can add in this setting, especially if it's in the workplace, because now they have to justify why they're being inappropriate in a workplace setting, why they're being condescending in a workplace setting. And just pause. Don't feel the need to fill in the space. Let there be a pause. Let there be an uncomfortable pause. It is not your responsibility to make someone who is purposefully being condescending with you, or maybe not purposefully, but being condescending with you. It is not your responsibility to keep them comfortable in condescending behavior. So bring it above board. Let there be a pause. Now they may not answer you. They may say, I don't know what you mean. I don't know what you mean. Don't get into an argument. You've used the tactic and the tactic alone brought the comment above board. It demonstrated that you will not be triggered, nor will your peace be disturbed by their behavior. That's where the calmness comes in. So you're communicating something very, very clear. I am not going to be triggered by the fact that you were trying to put me down, I am not going to internalize the put down because I know who I am and I'm standing in my power. You don't have to say that verbally. You're saying it with the question and with your calm, unmesswithable demeanor. So whether they respond by giving you an answer, walking off, saying something, uh, Doubly sarcastic, it does not matter because you made your point. And every time they come around with a condescending comment, you are not going to waver from this tactic. You are going to use the tactic of questioning their reasoning. So they know that whenever they come at you with something condescending, you are going to question their reasoning. So let's say, for example, that it continues, right? Then what you're going to do is, you would say something along the lines of, if you continue to insinuate that I am stupid, and then you're going to repeat whatever the wording is that they said by way of, and then restate whatever they state. If you continue to insinuate that I am stupid by way of what you just said, and then repeat what they said, then you're going to state what the consequence is going to be. So we're going to say that this is a workplace situation. If you continue to insinuate that I am stupid by way of X, Y, Z, you insert what they just said, then it is going to impact on our ability to work together productively. Is that your goal? And just, just let there be silence. And if there's silence, you know, let there be a few seconds, five seconds of silence and then repeat. Is it your goal to sabotage this project? Whatever the thing is that you're working on. Is it your goal to sabotage a professional working relationship at ABC company and then name the company that you both work at? 
Because by doing so, you're standing in your power, you're not being triggered, and you are letting the condescending person know, not only are you not better than me, you are not going to trigger me because I'm not looking for validation from you. I would need your validation in order for me to feel triggered by you. But because I don't need you to co-sign on my confidence, nor do I need you to secure my self-esteem because I'm clear about who I am, what you say to me goes in one ear and out the other. And so the tactic of questioning their reasoning allows you to not be a fool that loses your temper, but to be a wise individual that can practice self-discipline and impulse control Even when you're around an individual who doesn't have the discipline to not be condescending, you were making it clear that I'm not you. I am the consummate professional. I'm not you. I have grace, class, and tact. I'm not you. You're not saying that, but your demeanor is communicating a very clear message. So I hope you find this tactic helpful. As I said, I go into more detail when I uh, conduct workshops and uh, in the coaching sessions. But uh, this gives you the gist of how to deal with a condescending person. So a great resource, in addition to my book, Speaking Life Into Your I Am, which is really going to build the confidence of knowing who you are in God, so that it's not going to be so easy for people to run up in your life and make you feel inadequate or less than in any way. In addition to that, I would also encourage you to pick up my book, Master Your Mind, Mood, and Attitude in the Workplace. And so this is an A to Z workplace well-being guide that offers simple and quick tips right at your fingertips when you need to make sure that you are being intentional about self-mastery, self-awareness, and self-regulation in the workplace. The skills are transferable. Although the book was written for the workplace, you could use it in any facet of your life. And so that's a really helpful resource. I also want to make sure to let you know that we now have membership available through YouTube, through the YouTube channel. And there are three levels of membership where you can get additional content. There's a level of membership where you get monthly devotional eBooks. And so check out the YouTube channel. The link is in the description box. And when you click on it, go to where it says join when you get to my YouTube channel and you'll see the offerings of the three levels of membership. Also, if you are an entrepreneur looking to grow your business or a church leader seeking to expand your ministry's reach, you may want to consider uh, getting an ad on the Cassandra Mac podcast. So there are some slots available for those who are interested in purchasing an ad on the Cassandra Mac podcast. This will allow you to grow your brand, to promote your launch, and to let even more people know about your product or service with the help and support of the Cassandra Mac brand. One of the things when you have a product that you really believe in or a service that you really believe in and you put your heart and soul into it, but nobody knows about it, right? Then how are people going to avail themselves to your product, your service, your business? But when you take out an ad on the Cassandra Mac podcast, you have the Cassandra Mac brand behind you uh, helping to get the word out about your business product or service. So if you would like more information about purchasing an ad on the Cassandra Mac podcast, you can go to strategiesforempoweredliving.com, strategiesforempoweredliving.com. 
click on the link that says advertising the Cassandra Mac podcast, and you will see all the necessary details. If our ministry has been a blessing to you, please consider partnering with us weekly by giving a financial offering. Every bit truly helps us to do all the things that we do here. Also share this podcast across your social media platforms. And for more inspirational tips, tools, and teachings, you can join the Cassandra Mac Ministries family every Sunday for our church by phone Sunday service. You can find out more by going to CassandraMacMinistries.com. All of the links that I'm talking about are in the description box. You can just click on the link. You can uh, become a member of the YouTube channel. You can subscribe if you're not ready to become a member. You can follow me on Instagram. So these are all the ways that you can stay connected. So let's make sure that we close out with a prayer. Dear Father God, in the name of Jesus, we are praying that you give us patience when we're dealing with difficult people, Father God. Help us, Father God, not to be a fool who loses their temper, but to be a wise individual who knows how to hold back, self-regulate, and have some self-discipline. Father God, help us to know who we are in you so that when we encounter people who try to make us believe that who we are is not enough, that we don't get into a space where we're seeking to please people, but we are only seeking to please you. We seal this prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So have an awesome week and I will see you all next week for next week's episode of the Cassandra Mac podcast. Tell a friend, be blessed, and do your best to be a blessing wherever you go.